Brandy burned, but it sharpened her wits. Tell me what happened. An accident? Kirkland nodded. Ashton was never sick a day in his life. He looked a decade older than usual. Is Miss Emily here? She will need to know, too. Lady Agnes shook her head, wishing that her long-time companion and friend was present so they could mourn together. She is visiting family in Somerset and won't be back for a week. General Rawlings is also away. She contemplated her glass, wondering about the propriety of drinking herself senseless. She never had, but this would be a good time to start. He was my first student, she said softly. If not for Adam, there would be no Westerfield Academy. She didn't notice that she had slipped into using the late Duke's personal name rather than his title. How did that happen? I never heard the story. You know how Ash was. When it came to his private life, he'd make an oyster look chatty. As Masterson spoke, the maid returned with a heavily laden tray. The young men fell on the sliced meats, cheese, bread and pickled vegetables like wolves. Lady Agnes smiled as she poured claret for everyone, glad she could do something for their bodies, if not their spirits. Randall glanced up. Tell us how it all began. She hesitated, then realised that she wanted, needed, to talk about how she'd met the very young Duke of Ashton. Emily and I had just returned from our travelling years. Though I loved visiting so many faraway places, it seemed like time to come home. My father was unwell and, well, there were other reasons, but they don't matter. After three months back in England, I was champing at the bit, wondering what to do with myself. I'd already sorted out the steward here at Westerfield Manor, and I needed a challenge. A pity women aren't allowed in Parliament. Kirkland looked up from his sliced beef with a smile. I would love to see you speak to the House of Lords, Lady Agnes. I dare say you'd sort them out in no time. I found a better use for my energy. One day I was strolling through Hyde Park and wondering what to do with myself when I heard a whip cracking. Thinking someone was beating a horse, I went into the shrubbery and found a dreadful little man cursing up a tree. Perched on one of the branches over his head was Ashton, clutching the most indescribable puppy. Barnu! Masterson exclaimed. I still miss that dog. How on earth did Ashton get him up a tree? And why? Kirkland asked. The man was Ashton's tutor, a fellow called Sharp. <laughs> to be fair, Ashton was driving the man to distraction, she said judiciously. He refused to speak English or look anyone in the eye. His only friend was this filthy puppy he'd found somewhere. Sharp ordered the puppy killed, but the groom assigned the job couldn't bear to do that, so he released Barnu in Hyde Park. When Ashton found out, he ran away from Ashton House to find his dog. And he wouldn't quit until he succeeded, Randall murmured. Stubbornest man I ever met. You should talk, Kirkland exclaimed. Laughter at the comment lightened the atmosphere a little. Lady Agnes continued. 
When I appeared and asked what the trouble was, Sharp poured out all his frustrations on me. He'd been assigned the task of preparing the boy for Eton. After a fortnight of being driven mad, Sharp was convinced that the new Duke of Ashton was a lackwit who couldn't speak English and certainly couldn't attend Eton. The boy was a vile lamb of Satan. He was the wrong duke. The title should have gone to his decent English cousin. But the boy's fool of a father had been a cousin who never thought he'd inherit, so he married a Hindu slut while stationed in India. When the other heirs died, our Ashton ended up with the title, to the horror of everyone in the family. There was a collective gasp around her. I'm amazed Ash didn't go after his tutor with a knife, Masterson breathed. I was tempted to take the whip away from Sharp and use it on him. Instead, she'd gazed into the tree and seemed...